Hello and welcome back to the number one podcast for garment decorators. My name is Molly and I'm joined by Andy today. Hello. Hi Molly. You good? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Good. Uh, and we're going to be talking all things heat transfer vinyl today. For those of you that have been tuned into the podcast for a while, you'll know that we talk a lot about custom heat transfers and heat presses on this podcast, but we haven't spoken that much about heat transfer vinyl and that is still a massive part of what we and our customers do every day so we're going to dedicate an entire podcast just to talking about that so i've got some bullet points here that we're going to talk through just so that everyone listening can understand um, a little bit better about what mm -hmm. heat transfer vinyl is and how it works and if they should be using it or not and then we've got some questions that our customers have sent cool. in over the last few weeks just to answer so first up andy tell us what is heat transfer vinyl uh, heat transfer vinyl is like a, a raw material. It's uh, it normally comes on a roll, about fifty centimeters wide. Mm -hmm. You can buy it in a meter at a time, but it's a it's a raw roll of material that you can cut in, and weed into your own design, really. So you basically it's like a blank canvas for specialty finishes. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a cutting machine, so we're talking like a silhouette, you might start out with, and then yeah. you might move on to a graph depth. But basically, it has a a tiny blade on it that can etch out any design of your choosing yeah and then at the end of it you pull away all the excess vinyl you don't want and then you're left with your wonderful design to fuse onto fabrics of any kind that you want to so we are home to styles heat transfer mm -hmm. vinyls yeah. uk home of styles electronics so how long is it oh, it's around is it 90 plus years styles have been manufacturing vinyl well it's i guess it's i think technically it, they've been manufacturing because it's the first vinyl. thing they ever did right yeah so they started out making die cut letters uh which was and they put like adhesive heat adhesive onto flocked vinyl mm -hmm. and they've been doing that since the 1930s um i think technically heat transfer vinyl as in the cad cut vinyl that everyone knows and loves today was about the seven sometime in the 70s it's kind okay, of like so still a very long time. yeah in terms of like buying out everyone being able to buy like rolls of it um, rather than like normally, yeah. I think historically people would come to stars for pre-cut vinyl or flocked adhesive letters, um, and then at a certain point they decide to make it available on the roll for everyone else to buy as well and cut themselves. Yeah, yeah. which I think was the seventies. Okay, and Stars is obviously the number one mm -hmm. transfer vinyl in the world. Yeah, it's got its longest lasting, highest quality, most. Um, amount of colors finishes easiest to use easiest to use that's a big one when it comes mm. to using vinyl yeah um you've explained how it works already so you basically cut your design out of it weed away the excess fuse it to your garment yeah. um and it's obviously applied to the garment using a heat press so mm -hmm. very similar to custom heat transfers yeah. but what would you say the benefits are because some people might just be getting into the industry and not sure. really understand the difference so when would you advise somebody to use heat transfer vinyl over the custom heat transfers that we use all the time or vice versa like when because i know sometimes with like levers for example yeah. you wouldn't want to cut that in vinyl because it takes too long yeah so that's when you choose your transfer but if you wanted something personalized like just one maybe you'd use vinyl for that yeah if it was single color and you just wanted one and the details not too complicated then i would use um vinyl anything probably anything under 10 units it's very easy and block like block text mm. then you could do it with vinyl quite easily it's once you start getting to volume then you're like do you know what? i'd rather get someone else to make this for me when there's no weeding because weeding take, can take a long time complicated designs so it's more of an efficiency thing yeah an really. efficiency thing yeah so i'd say that's one aspect of it 
Um, and that's when people tend to come to us for tea transfers, obviously. Yeah. Um, the other thing would be if it's a real specialty finish. So with heat transfers, you can do a lot and you can do the full color stuff when you don't want to do full color layering with vinyl. I mean, you can, we do have principal vinyl, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's the, you'd still be like 10 units is where you'd want to go up to, unless it's like just a circle or, I don't know, sports numbers, which you can just easily run through quite quickly. If it's like got, you know, three, five unlimited colors, or then you'd want to have a transfer there. Mm-hmm. Or if it's, if it's like, I don't know, a glitter, then glitter always looks best as a vinyl. You well, got, you can't really do. I mean, you could try, but it wouldn't. Look yeah, I mean, the we have we have it. shimmer transfers which look really good. Yeah, but I still think the fine pigment. Yeah, they they they're really glittery. Um, or if you want like the flocked vinyl, is really nice. It's one of my uh, favorites. Yeah. Um, but I'd say like glitter is a big one. Um, some of the silicon finishes as well, like the really chunky stuff, because transfers tend. Our transfers are known for being really thin and feeling like part of the garment. Yeah. Sometimes you do want a raised effect and you might go for silicon or high build, something like that, where you want to actually create that really chunky effect. Mm. In that case, vinyl would be the one to go for there. Yeah. In terms of, you've just touched on my next question, actually, which was around the finish of vinyl. Mm-hmm. Obviously, even though we have all of the different effects for vinyl, they feel different yeah. to heat transfers, whereas people ask us all the time what the difference is between screen print and ultra color. And apart from the color, the finish and the quality and the mm-hmm. longevity is pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, it is the same. Um, but for vinyl, obviously that's very different because everything has, whether it's like you say, the flock, which has like a velvet finish, high build, which is 3d, mm-hmm. um, sports film, which is probably the closest thing we have to a transfer finish really. Cause it's, that's the softest. Yeah. If you, if you were doing really, like one, if you wanted to prototype something for customers, one color, I would use sports film or premium plus. You could easily yeah. get away with using that because it's there again. They're really they're about the same thickness as transfers. Um, and they've got a similar sort of um, finish to that kind of semi matte finish that mm-hmm. transfers are. So you could, you could switch between the two as needed or, um if you were doing like transfers and you wanted to initial loads of stuff i mean now you could just get a sheet of ultra color max transfers or yeah that's like a real spanner it does it or um if you've already got the machine like a graph tech or something when you can do it really quickly then you could still do the initials if that was part of the design um together with it yeah i suppose it's a cost thing as well isn't it like if you're already doing vinyl and you want a a one or four you know five or ten or something it might cost you less to do it in vinyl because you've already got the cutter, you've already got the material. Whereas if somebody who wants to do personalization, who isn't into vinyl, it would cost them more to buy vinyl, buy a cutter, learn how to do it than it would to just order an ultra color max sheet. So I suppose there's yeah. pros and cons to both really. Yeah. And um, depending on how your business is set up, like for instance, a lot of, if you've got like um, a storefront or just like some sort of area where people can drop into your business because they want like, do you know what? I need a t-shirt with this on it. Mm-hmm. Um, then, and they're not going to wait till the next day then. And if you can do it one color or, or they want glitter, then, you know, why not just like, Hey, yeah, give do me a couple of minutes. There. I'll do it then. And then, and then it's done or they're happy. Yeah. And then move along that way as well. So it's really good for doing on site, um, personalization as well. Yeah. I do always forget because obviously a lot of the work that we do is around custom heat transfers, it's majority of what we talk about. It's majority mm. of the content we film. We use them in our lives all the time. And I think I forget, not that we do vinyl, but what it's like when you use yeah. it. And I last week was filming some content with it. And 
when you sort of peel the finished result off the glitter, you just you think you cannot get that with anything else. Yeah. Like, there's a reason vinyl is still such a big element to garment decoration because i peeled off i did flock glitter and premium plus and all three of them i was like i forgot how amazing this was (laughs) yeah well it's it's quite it's a good place to start for a lot of people because it teaches you a lot of fundamental skills about heat printing as well and i think it's something quite nice about being able to create and then cut it and weed it and fuse it to kind of like have hands on with the journey to get it into a t-shirt or a bag yeah that was one of the first things i ever made when we came here i yeah. still remember we did pink vinyl and a white bag <laughs> and i still had it up until a few months ago i'm i've lost it i'll admit but anyway. <laughs> um but no i think you're right it's something it's like learning the process isn't it of how yeah. to heat apply and then custom heat transfers are sort of the next step i guess yeah um we haven't mentioned our brand new heat transfer mm-hmm. vinyl so while we're on the topic of speciality finishes yeah. Chroma Twill Aurora. Yeah. Aurora Chroma Chroma, you say yeah. it. Aurora Chroma Twill. There we go. Um is our brand new heat transfer vinyl which launched a month ago. Yeah, we launched it from my promotion. So yeah. they've been at the end of February. Yeah, so it's quite a long time ago. Well, I say a long time ago. It feels like a long time yeah. ago because so much happens here. Um but yeah, not that long ago. And it's been very popular so far, yeah, hasn't Lots it? of people have really been enjoying it. It's uh, it's quite a bit different to anything else we've got from a vinyl finish. And again, that's one of the reasons that a still place for vinyl because in this instance it's a metallic twill style and you couldn't create that with a transfer because you want that texture the twill texture um but with that metallic finish on top of it as well it's really quite eye-catching yeah um and everyone that saw it at the show was just really sort of bowled over by sort of possibilities you could see everyone we spoke to and you sh- like what's new and you take them over to it and you could just see the cog starting to turn and be yeah. like oh Ooh. i know <laughs> I know a customer that could do that. Or I could do this this design with that. Been, or this is like this has been what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I think we did well as well positioning it next to glitter because mm-hmm. anybody that likes or uses our glitter vinyl, I think they're the kind of people that would go for chroma twill like straight off the bat, no hesitation. Yeah, and they, immediately people were just drawn to like that section of the vinyl wall because it was just so bright and really vibrant and had the sparkle effect to it. So, oh yeah, if anyone's listening that's got glitter customers. They need to order a couple of sample meters of it already yeah, because it gives you, you know, it's the newest thing on the market for vinyl and it'll give you a chance to stand out when you go and pitch it for your next idea or if, you, if they're asking for something a bit different but you didn't have a solution for them now, you can be like, okay, how about this? I do. Yeah. The thing that amazed me with it as well was not only the, the textures in it are so mm-hmm. fine and so detailed, like you're literally cutting, I know heat transfer vinyl is a material, but it looks like a fabric material. Yeah. Um, but then also the almost iridescent side of it, like mm-hmm. it looks the, like the pinky one, for example, looks pink in some lights, but then it has a slight gold tinge to it when you yeah. move it in the light. And it's, yeah, it's not just here's pink vinyl. Yeah. yeah a I'm bit not, of an edge to yeah, it. Yeah. Like you move it and it's like, ooh. Yeah. Depending on how you kind of move around the room or if you had it wearing on, you would catch people's eyes or um, have a different style, depending if it's like, let's say, lighter or darker lighting in the room. It would take on some of that color i think yeah it is a good one how many colors do we have in that ten i'm gonna say nine ten ten yeah ten um yeah so that's uh new on targettransfers.com for any of you using heat transfer vinyl um moving on to well some of the these some of them are questions some of them are kind of just things i wanted to discuss okay um it's about the longevity of vinyl is Mm -hmm. something we get asked quite a lot obviously we talk about our transfer longevity all the time um what is the longevity of 
heat transfer vinyl or Styles Cadcut heat transfer vinyl? Well, Styles vinyl is, again, it's like everything else, it will last a lifetime of the garment. I think um, vinyl gets a bit of a bad rap, really, because there's lots of cheap vinyl out there. Um, there's lots of imitation vinyl, and some of the stuff that you can buy even in, in the shops is just is cheap. There's a reason it costs like 50p mm. for an A4 sheet of it. Because it's because it's just not very good. Um, because it's not been made with um, sort of commercial pressures to make sure it lasts. So all of our products are built for big customers. And then we share that with everyone else, like all our technology. Um, so sometimes people have had bought vinyl and they've ironed it on. Uh, so they've got cheap vinyl. They've got cheap way of applying it with an iron. Uh, and then they wonder why it comes <laughs> off after 10 washes. So people think that vinyl, it's got a bit of a stigma that it's yeah. like a promo product or something that won't last very long. But if you buy good vinyl and you use a proper heat press, it'll stay on there forever. forever. The color won't fade. Uh, the texture, if it's like glitter, won't fade. The, you know, the, the sparkle's not going to come off yeah. in the wash. It will just stay looking as good as that for you know, as long as you want, as long as that t-shirt has got thread in it, it'll just look just as good. Providing you've applied it correctly. Providing you've applied it correctly, yeah. Being one of the biggest things that we tell our customers day in, day out. Yeah. Um, and obviously every vinyl has a slightly different application setting, mm -hmm. so it's not a one-size-fits-all because no. all of the vinyls are different um, thicknesses, they have different cut settings, all of those Different density of to them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. What's your favourite vinyl? Mm, I think if I was having to do it at do lots of it i would say probably silicon because okay. easier to weed it's the easiest to weed it's one i always tell people actually because it's quite a new one that actually it's easier to weed than even like your normal flex vinyls like our sports or extra which is like the go-to cotton vinyl um but i'd say it's the detail you can get on silicon's incredible that surprised me when i first tried that one as well yeah. how easy it was to use and I quite like the sort of matte finish to it, the slightly yeah. raised effect. It can create quite a cool texture. So I yeah. think that's probably my my favourite one. Um, high build's obviously really good as well. That's like silicon on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, so for anybody listening that hasn't used our vinyl before, what's the difference between silicon and high build? Um, well, high build's a really chunky one. So it's, it's a 1,000 microns, um, but to kind of put that in a, context people might understand is imagine a normal vinyl transfer you have on your t-shirt and it's 10 times thicker mm -hmm. basically um and then silicon is you've got multiple thicknesses that you can buy most some of them are special buys but the silicon 100 it's 100 micron so it's not as chunky but it doesn't feel like it's high builds 10 times chunky than it it feels quite yeah. raised still but with that one it stretches and it die blocks so you could use it for fashion, but you could also use it for like sportswear. A lot of um, anyone that's got like football tops or rugby tops, when they've got that, the manufacturer's logo on the like uh, right or left chest and it feels a bit raised, that's normally going to be silicon. Mm, okay. um, so you can get some really cool effects that way. Yeah, high build would be way too chunky for something like that, wouldn't it? I mean, I know yeah. how people put it on sweatshirts and it looks amazing. But you wouldn't want to run around the football pitch with that one. No, and you wouldn't. And a lot of football logos are quite detailed, which you would, you could get with silicon, but you couldn't get with high build. That's a good point. Yeah. So, what is the recommended thinness? I was going to say for high build. We've had some customers do some really thin designs. I guess it just comes down to sort of give, testing it, doesn't it, for yourself and seeing what yeah. you can do with your. Yeah, I mean, cancer. you can do really fine detail, but 
you probably would spend quite a lot of time weeding it to be like really careful to make sure you didn't pull yeah, anything away that you didn't want. yeah exactly so it's, which isn't unless you're charging that cost of you weeding onto your customer which it, i'd be surprised if they want to pay it's yeah not as good but and but really the chunky vinyl chunky designs is the best way forward anyway yeah have we actually got any high building? I know that we've got it in stock in the building, but we had some left over from print and promotion, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've still, still got some. Yeah, we've got um, lots of uh, designs. It looks really good on hats, so we've still got Every quite a lot of pre-cut stuff for in, hats. Yeah, they want to see it on the three hundred and sixty, don't they? Yeah, so it's really good for that. It's really chunky because it, with the right with the right hat press, you can put it over different panels and over seams on hats as well, and it looks really really good. Yeah, that way. I really like it on on sweatshirts as well mm -hmm. and i know that we recommend obviously t-shirts it would probably be too thick for because you'd feel it a bit too much yeah but those thicker sweatshirts with like a bit of chunky text along the front that yeah i don't know that's a bit of a trend at the moment isn't yeah it, it looks that's really like good it. that way yeah i think it adds a real premium effect to the garment without yeah. it costing you a fortune mm -hmm. then you know it's quite a good way to do it yeah um what okay. about, what oh, about you do you know do you have a favorite one i mean all of them man. okay all of them. um i don't know i think i do love the flock but then i'm not i contradict myself because i don't like velvet velvet kind of okay. freaks me out if i touch it it makes me go a bit Ooh. but i love the way the flock looks it looks really premium yeah this is a, there needs to be a new word invented really to describe flock because velvet is not quite accurate is it no it's not as like sheeny as velvet i guess yeah um i love the glitter everyone loves the glitter mm -hmm. um i think i like premium plus but solely so because it goes on because it can stretch so much yeah. like it amazes me how much it you can stretch it and mm -hmm. it just pings back again yeah so probably premium plus from from that perspective but again high build for like that sweatshirt effect is probably my I i've think, just listed like four yeah. <laughs> i think if you're de decorating like t-shirts or hoodies i sometimes go with premium plus because i think it i like the slightly more matte finish to it that you get with that yeah. as well yeah agree. even if you're not going to make even if the gum doesn't need to stretch it still goes kind of almost like a transfer or screen print finish to it. Yeah. And I suppose it doesn't really matter, does it? Because, I mean, it stretches a little bit when you take it off, but mm. it, you can't tell the difference, can you? No. Okay. So let's move on to some customer questions. Mm -hmm. So one of the ones that we get quite a lot from people that um, are new to the garment decoration industry is when to choose HTV over transfers and vice versa, which we've already talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, the next one is how do I know which side of the vinyl to cut and fuse, which I got wrong <laughs> when yeah. I first ever used vinyl. And I think it can be quite confusing for people because you cut into the side you stick, but then that seems a bit right, contradictive. Yeah. So just someone that's never ever used it before sure. and they got it out of the box, how would you explain? Yeah, so, so if, you, if you got it out of the box, then... If you normally you either you feed it into a machine one way or another, either on a mat or feed it directly into mm -hmm. a machine, but it always goes shiny side down. So that means when you pull your vinyl out of the out of the box, there'll be a slightly shinier side, and on the back it'll be slightly more matte mm -hmm. uh, because the shiny side has the carrier on which you pull away once you've fused it. So that's the bit that you get rid of eventually. Yeah, and you don't okay. get a shiny side on the back. It's always slightly more matte. It's either completely white or it's like a, co a coloured version of the vinyl. Yeah, a slightly dimmed down version of the colour, yeah. isn't it? So that's how, that's always, I mean, it, it, it's always comes rolled so the shiny side is on the outside 
nearly all the time anyway. Yeah. So then it will, when you open up, it'll be the back will be the back. Uh, but that's always the way to look for it. Shiny side down because, yeah, like you say, you tend to, because you, you take away the excess from the back, you do cut in reverse mm. so that when you put it onto the T-shirt or the hoodie, whatever it may be, it's reading the right way. Yeah. I think that confuses a lot of people, me included initially. <laughs> um, but we've got lots of videos on how to uh, should do a shameless plug for the series of videos <laughs> we did with GraphTech where we've gone through pretty much every single material and done yeah. like a two or three minute video of how to cut weed and fuse all the different settings for using like a GraphTech machine yeah. so that everyone can follow along and try it for themselves that way. Yeah, and they are also all on the product pages on our website so if there's a particular vinyl that somebody wants to use eg sports film premium plus high build etc if you go on to look for that product on our website the video should be directly linked there so you can watch it all before you decide to purchase yeah um what's the best vinyl for sports items like leggings definitely premium plus Mm -hmm. um so premium plus because it has that stretch it's definitely the best one to use because it doesn't matter what what the leggings are being used for how much um hard work they're going to be put through Mm. the vinyl can stretch and rebound with the the person's wearing them sorry as i say the amount you wash leggings as well or sports items like you Mm -hmm. literally have them on for like an hour and they go yeah and then another like they get bashed in the washing machine they have a hard life and if they do and that vinyl will stick on there for the lifetime um and then i guess there's also a premium plus subly stop so for instance mentioning yeah so anything that is a sports where sometimes it's there to get the like, especially like the reds, they're really, they're heavily dyed to get to that point. Yeah. Um, and sometimes if you're using a white uh, transfer vinyl, the the color behind it is one, it wants to try and like bleed out into the vinyl, into the transfer. Um, so we have something called premium plus subly stop, which has an extra layer of blocker, but like our subby blocker transfers. And that means that it stops any bleed through going so that you can have stretch and your design still stay looking just as good. Mm. Yeah, that is a very important one to mention, especially for our customers that are doing a lot of sportswear, because I think we get that issue come up quite a lot when people start out using vinyl Mm -hmm. and they don't realise that things have been sublimated because unless you've made that mistake almost, you're not going to know. Um, you could use silicon as well. Silicon 100 will die block stretch yeah. and look good. But with Premium Plus, you get, superior 50, 50, stretch. you get superior stretch and you get like 50 colors. So, I mean, pretty much anything you want to create, you can do now. Yeah, silicon is great, but it does have a limited um, color bracket, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I think it's around like seven or eight or something yeah. like that. Um, this one I like. It says, not a question, but just a reminder to flip your design. I've made that mistake before. <laughs> Yeah. So for those of you, as Andy's just um, explained, for those of you that are new to using vinyl, you do have to flip your design before putting it through a vinyl cutter because otherwise you will end up sticking your design on backwards to your T-shirt. Yep. Something we've all done. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I know which vinyl cutter to get? There are so many to choose from. So we obviously sell the GraphTech and Silhouette range, yep. which go from beginner all the way to really advanced yeah when you'd have sort of 10 of them going at the same mm-hmm. time um but how at what point should people switch volume wise to i suppose it depends on designs as well like how quickly you want it to churn out the yeah stuff. and anyone could if you've never done it before then i'd say start out with a silhouette machine probably yeah because they're inexpensive they're about 350 pounds 
Um, anyone can learn how to use them. Mm. Um, I can use it. Anyone, so, absolutely no. anyone could get away with it. We've got in there's videos and tutorials on how to use it. Um, I'd say it really comes down to volume. If you're if you if vinyl is your chosen route because you want that specialty finish, yeah. Like, well, it's going to be vinyl because I'm going to be lots of it, and I'm going to do it in high build or glitter, whatever it may be. After a certain point, you like you need that machine to go even quicker, and if or if you want it to be even more detailed, basically what you pay for is it's you pay for the a more expensive motor and a more advanced motor. So mm. when that little blade is moving around and etching into the back of your design. Uh, a craft tech can do that more detailed. It can do it quicker. You could let it do a whole 25 meter roll at once if you wanted it to. You could just set it going and walk away from it, and then you could have all your work done and cut for you, just ready to weed. Yeah. So it can do its volume really. So once you start to get into volume, then you're like, okay, now I need a faster, more advanced cutter. Yeah. Um, can you imagine cutting 25 meters worth of stuff on a silhouette? Exactly, it yeah. It wouldn't happen. No, you, you'd be there for days probably. Yeah, but, and the Graftex is so much quieter as well. Yes. Like you wouldn't even hear them in the corner. Yeah. They could be churning away for like hours and you'd be like, oh, it's moving on. Yeah, but it, and it's really but it's really easy to switch between the two because uh, the software is basically the same. And then you, once yeah, you've learned true. to choose one, you can, you can, and if you were already going straight into Glitter and you knew you had volume for it, you could start with the Graftex. You could, mm. you know, we've got these tutorials up now and you can go and look at it and see the software and things like that. It's actually really quite easy to use. Yeah, I think it's just, it's almost like the safe bet, isn't it? The silhouette, like people mm -hmm. go for that one as their starting point. But yeah. if you are doing this as your business and you want to have a vinyl decoration yeah. business, then yeah, the graphic would be the go-to yes. straight away. Especially for like the thicker vinyls as well, because the you can put more advanced blades into it as well. So mm -hmm. for things like doing lots of flock or high build, you can get special blades that have a slightly different angle to them and can move quicker. Yeah. Um, so, you know, anyone anyone could use any either of those cutters to get started with. It really depends on budget and what you're looking to achieve with your business. Yeah, we have had customers cut high build on a silhouette before. Don't ask me how. I have no idea, but they managed to. You can do it. If you get the right blade, you can do it. But that blade won't last probably do like three t-shirts <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah won't, you won't get uh, it won't take a while to do um and you'll go through the blades a lot quicker yeah but you can sharpen the graph tech blades you can get them sharpened by us if you go through them to so if you rather than having to replace them every time you can send them in or sharpen them for you and send them back yeah it's a lot more efficient yeah uh so while we're on the topic of starting out in vinyl mm -hmm. what would you say the best vinyl to use when you're just starting out is would you go straight in for the sports film yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's the easiest one to use. It's the, it's the because it's the number one seller for us worldwide. Mm. It means that we you've got so much technology into there. It's quite forgiving, and it's a good one because like if you're just doing say t-shirts, it's the one you're going to use nearly all the time anyway. Black and white sports film. Black and white sports film. Everyone should have everyone at least should roll. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd say start off with that one because that's the number yeah. one that's the go-to and probably a lot of your work will end up being that anyway because even if you give your customers all the choice in the world they often end up with black or white yeah anyway yeah and worth mentioning on sports film as well you can layer it yeah whereas you obviously can't on some vinyl so like glitter and flock because they've got like a not a completely smooth flat surface yeah. you can't put something on top of them but you can put Sports film on sports film, you can put glitter on sports film, flock on sports film. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, a really cool effect because 
even though obviously with transfers you can do as many colors as you like i think being able to almost custom create something like yeah. that with vinyl is really fun and mm. it looks does look really cool really good um ways to make weeding quicker um i mean there's lots of different tools and accessories we've got for that mm -hmm. so i mean one would be if the design's really complicated get it done as a transfer anyway Aye. that'd be one way of make it <laughs> then there's no weeding um but if you if it's like glitter and you've got to do it and it's got to be detailed then a first step is the led weeder so you can get special if you when you're pulling away the vinyl you can get like we have a what we call a weeder but basically it's like a, a tiny little hook that's perfect for pulling vinyl away from yeah. its um carrier but we have one with a special light on it so it means if you've got a really complicated design or the vinyl's got a white backer on it and you want to try and find them to cut lines you can use the weeder to find it that's a good place to start um and then all the way up to something we have a what we call a heated weeding table so if you're doing lots of volume mm -hmm. um i would highly encourage you to get a weeding table because it warms the vinyl up just enough so that it makes it slightly easier to pull away the excess but the amount of time you can save is like it's like 80 percent quicker when you're doing volume work yeah so that time you get back is invaluable really and for those of those of you that are new to this the the reason that the weeding table works from heat is because obviously the vinyl is attached to the carrier yeah. and in order for that to come away the adhesive on the vinyl has to melt slightly to attach it to the garment yeah. the weeding table does that but ever so slightly less than the heat press that won't completely come away but it will loosen it enough for it to make it easier to pull away yeah it's very ambient heat yeah um but it's That's also nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also got like the right clip attachment at the top so you can just clip your vinyl onto the top yeah let it sit there and it'll stay on and it's got slight it's the best thing ever yeah exactly we ha we've had one in the studio and like they just love it it's huge as well isn't it like mm -hmm. it's not just for one design it's like yeah, you can do a lot with it. It's not quite a meter, but you can get a decent size. Yeah, you can get the whole roll width on it as well. Yeah, it's it's quite big. Mm. Um, and the final question I have for you today is, which vinyl would you use for fabrics that have like a coating on them? It probably would end up being like the the Premium Plus Sobly Stop, I'd imagine, mm -hmm. um, assuming that the, the coating is for like a waterproof or something like that, perhaps. Yeah. Um, because that's got it's slightly stickier, can be, and because it's got the stretch in it, it means depending if that material is going to move around a bit, yeah, it makes it a bit more durable that way. That's a good place to start with. So just and testing as well, like we always, say. yeah, always test. Testing yeah, first. that's the thing with vinyl is that, um, and this goes back to one of our first ever episodes when we had Darren on talking about high build is that you've got to be prepared to try and find the limits of vinyl. Mm -hmm. So one of the important things I always tell people is if you're going to get a cutter, if you're going to offer vinyl to your customers, is you've got to try and find where the limits are. So you've got to, I always say, try and maybe like do an alphabet and do or do like a letter A, but doing it in loads of different fonts and sizes. Yeah. And then the ones that you find are really hard to weed and it takes too much time. That's where the limit is because you don't want to spend your time doing it. So mm -hmm. try and break it. Try and do really fine detail try and weed it too quick weed it too slow just to see what happens and then you'll find a, a rhythm to it so you know exactly what to do when someone orders it that way yeah that, i've made that mistake before where i've gone to pull away the entire carrier sheet and where it's been a slightly more not even a detailed design but i just have pulled it too quickly mm -hmm. and it's lifted the bit the the cut line completely yeah. off 
and it's cut perfectly fine. It was just the fact that I ripped it too quick. And I think it, I've managed to stick it back down and sort of go over it. Yeah. But just silly things like that. You do it and you think, oh, that'd be fine. And then you go, oh, whoopsies. And, yeah. you know, you have to learn from your mistakes with stuff like that, don't you? And when people message us in and say, oh, will this work? Will that work? And we go, well, we can give you the basics of this is what the product is. This is how you work with it. And this is what it's used for. Yeah. But in terms of all everything else that you could potentially do with it, try it for yourself because yeah. there's absolutely no way that we could put every single type of vinyl on every single garment under the sun. And, you know, there's just yeah. too many options, isn't there, which is a good thing for yeah. business owners, but trial and error. Trial and error, yeah. Just be prepared to spend time doing a bit of research and development on it. And you, But once yes. you've done it, you'll be fine. It'll be easy from that point onwards. Yeah, I remember you saying to me when we had this discussion initially, you could spend one two hours half a day even figuring out how to cut high build mm. for example um which most people would be like oh that's like such a task i can't be bothered but then how many hours or how many jobs are you going to do it do it wrong waste your high build waste your garments yeah waste time like it's a much more efficient way of figuring out yeah and so many i've look lots of people give up after sort of only trying for a short period of time because oh, it doesn't work but if you spend the time and have some patience with it. It can be really rewarding. We've got customers that are doing fantastic work with vinyl, mm. um, just either putting on hats or hoodies, or and they've kind of find their niches. And we had that person that um, put me promotion. I can't remember what he said. What did he say about vinyl? Is it changed his life or something like that? <laughs> oh, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said. Um, I think it was the glitter. He's fallen in love with glitter. How's he fallen in love with it, yeah. But, yeah, he was just, he stood by the glitter vinyl wall for, yeah, a good 20 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's everything that I wanted to cover today. Um, if anyone has any further questions on anything to do with heat transfer vinyl, then definitely comment down below. We'll mm -hmm. be happy to answer them for you. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add? No, just just to echo what I just said, it's really just to trial and error and make sure you give it a go. You can buy a meter at a time. Yeah. So it's not a big investment to buy the material. You kind of start out about like around the five pound mark to mm -hmm. buy a meter. Most expensive one is like twelve pounds, but you can get lots and lots of designs out of a meter. Yeah, think of, think of your vinyl meter like a gang sheet if you're already ordering transfers. Put as many designs as you can, as close as you can get away with doing it, um, and you can make a lot of money from vinyl. It's still a very profitable product. I mean, a twenty-five meter roll. Uh, I think we worked out if you're doing say ten by ten centimeter designs onto a twenty-five meter roll, you could potentially make sort of like about fifteen thousand pounds profit from each role. I think it was like seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Then you can make was... a lot of money from it. So yeah, um, it's definitely one to have as an option in your business. If you already got heat press, especially, um, you could easily pick up the the skills to do it. Yeah, it doesn't take much, does it? No, no. But yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast. So thank you everyone very much for listening. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. We upload new podcasts every single Thursday and we'll be back next week with another episode.